0: Johnny, you know this. I've had a long week. A long couple weeks, actually. You've had a long life, son. Yeah, and nothing has made me more happy than the idea of sitting down for a cold beer and a hot meal. I love cold beer and hot meals. And I don't want to spoil too much, but there's one spot that I go when I want those things in Chico, California. I like spots, too. What's the spot? It's the handlebar. The handlebar. Maybe you've heard of them. I have heard of them. Is it over by Best Buy? It sure is. It's by Best Buy by Winco. It's on uh, 2070 East 20th Street. I heard they were closed, though. Okay, uh, let me clear that up for you. They were closed. Now they're open because they remodeled. Oh, that's radical. And more than just remodel, they expanded. Oh, I like expanding things. They are much bigger than they used to be. More seats, more beers, actually, as well. They have more tap handles and a a fully revised menu. Beautiful. They've even got burgers and french fries out here. Yes, and they've never had fries before. No, that's exciting. Uh, As I mentioned, I've been in London for for a week or so. It's been a bit, and they don't call fries fries. They call fries chips, Chips. and chips are crisps. It's a whole, we'll talk about it in, in a minute here, but... Point is, at the handlebar, they call them fries. So go get some. Go get some fries, some burgers, some beers, some everything you could ever, ever want in your whole life. There's an ideal time that you should go get these fries. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to miss it. Every day of every the day. week from two to six. Yes. They have a happy hour and it gets you all sorts of deals, but specifically, it gets you a dollar off any draft beer. Yeah. So go check them out. A handlebar. They support us. You should support them. Why don't we begin? This is Fresh Hop Cinema. Welcome back to Fresh Hop Cinema. My name is Max Minardi. And my name is Johnny Summers. This is a podcast about movies, about craft beer, about that guy, about this guy, and our lives and the way that we see things and taste them. Yes That's it's about good. as different I go through <laughs> life Tasting things Right you should Yeah uh, You know you only have so many senses it's Nice you to meet you Lick them. your face Yeah I'm sure in some culture That's like a thing You just like My culture Fun fact It's really hard to make A licking sound Like to lick somebody If you were to Because people can't see you Make a lick somebody's face sound What would you do Mlem You'd like, like, <laughs> Mlem just, It's all gross You sound like Yoshi Mlem mm, uh, Yeah whatever he does Anyways uh it's been sort of a long day so we're a little bit loopy we just finished a movie we finished house of a thousand corpses uh directed and written by rob zombie yeah uh who's a psychopath yeah it was uh, it was my week i i vetoed all yes. of max's decision making yes. and took control for halloween i and think yeah even more than that like as soon as we realized this was going to be our our halloween the, episode i was like mine yeah mine <laughs> mine i got very excited very quickly yeah um Halloween's my favorite holiday, yes. and Max has veto power for an Some, undisclosed yeah. episode in the right. future, so we'll do like maybe a Hanukkah special or something. Why Hanukkah? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, sure. You were talking about menorahs earlier. I made it a menorah pun. It oh, was very good. I want you to share your menorah Great. Pun. All right. Well, a little backstory. My, one of my favorite comedians, Mike Kaplan, he's, uh, he's Jewish, and he makes a lot of puns, so I thought of a pun today, and I tweeted him this. I said, if... I said at Mike Kaplan, hello on Twitter. At Mike Kaplan. Did you say hello on Twitter? No, at, I didn't. Yeah, come on. I said, on, man. I said <laughs> no, I said, I said, if Mike Kaplan, is it true that less and less Jews are drinking tea by the firelight uh, or by the candlelight? A little backstory here on Menorah, if you're not familiar, is a seven just uh, assume, holstered candle. Let's just assume. Somebody doesn't know, right? Somebody doesn't know. Google a Menorah. Right. it's a big. It's a big Jewish. Holiday candle Yeah Okay It's a candle holder Correct You're right Yeah it's like a brass It's yeah You've seen them Yeah And I said Is it true that less and less Jews Are drinking tea by the candle light If so Can I call them the menorah tea And I felt really good about it and Solid pun Yeah And We're it, all closer to death it's a, Also my captain Kaplan joke so. It's a lot more solid When you don't pause in the middle To explain it <laughs> Well you have to get the context But yeah you're right I love it uh, Also for this episode Apologizing for my cat She's outside this door and she's gonna not shut up the whole. We time. need to just give her some food. Do you want to? We probably should. Uh, let me. I'll go do that, and you talk about, I guess, this, and then the other stuff, and I'll we be just right back. Quick break. Do you want to? That's weird. It's not weird. Okay, we'll we snap to... our fingers, and we'll be back. Here's the snap. And now the cat's fed, and we're all good, and everybody's happy, and it's fine. Magic. Someone put some food in that cat's mouth. Yes. Beautiful. We did. Okay. So we've got a lot of catching up to do, mate. Right. So I've been in England, and we're actually not going to talk about it much on here. Yeah. I'll fill you in later, but I don't like when people know things about me that I haven't told. Like, it's weird when people are like, Hey, I heard about your trip. I'm like, I didn't tell you about my trip. And they're like, well, we hear your podcast. And I was like, oh, "That's all right. That's, why I'm, not Double-edged on sword that's why I'm not on Facebook anymore. Yeah. So let's uh, basically my, my life past couple of weeks as we recorded our episode, our Godfather episode that aired last week, we recorded it before I left. So it's been actually like two weeks since we sat down. Mm-hmm. So my life in a nutshell since then I went to England. It was great. I played a few shows, learned about some new culture. Got some extra England money over there, yeah, which I'm stealing some of. Yes, I'm stealing. You can't steal some it if i can't steal from the willing. Well, I Isn't took, that the phrase? I, I took some more while you were feeding the cat. Oh, so whatever, dude. All right, well. it's all good. Anyways, got back from England, jet lagged. Had to go to Reno to play, uh, played some shows, drank some alcohol during that, and now I am back. And, and we, we drank here. some alcohol today. Yeah. That was like a really quick boring summary. And yeah, I appreciate that. I think I think we'll probably get into it maybe more later, but I need like three give me like three questions. You want questions from me. No. Give me the opportunity to ask you three oh, questions. okay. Yeah, I just sense. need to know like a few things. <laughs> How do you think I think England was? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what I should feel yeah, about right. this okay. right now. Yeah. No, I, there's there's things that I want to know. Sure. Hit me. Um Okay. First of all, since this is a an effing beer show. yo. Yeah, please. So what's the best beer you had in England? None. None? There's nothing good. Really? Yeah, it sucks. Expound. Um, Too warm? No, actually, I enjoyed that. So so I was excited to have the first, like, my first cask beer where they like, pump it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was good. But all of the beers uh, were two things. They were very uh, underwhelming flavor-wise, and they were also very weak alcohol-wise. So you're drinking uh, this urine mm. of if like if like the nectar of the gods is the best, like the urine of the demons is of the like worst. a demigod right. or like something yeah. something not, shitty. Because like Thor's a demigod, so that's true. His his urine would be probably and, great. Come on, let's look at look at Hemsworth. Right. You're so, gonna open one. So something worse. Okay. It's like it was not good tasting, and like the average ABV on a beer there's like three and a half percent. It's like why am I why am I doing this? Okay. So to answer your question, yeah. And it didn't taste good enough to just no. keep you going back. No, they were, I mean, I kept going back. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I did, but it well, wasn't yeah, because like, why, you know, a for effort. I was right? explaining to people like back in America, all of our beers, at least like the American craft beer scene, all of our beers are like six ish. That's like the average. And then it goes up from there. Yeah. And they were like, well, that's crazy. Consequentially the drinks that people have when they go out to drink, they don't get beers. Like they get liquor. Cause if they're trying to get drunk, they go for the harder stuff. Yeah and. uh they like Jaeger bombs are real popular. Okay. And I was explaining like there's a certain demographic in America that drinks Jaeger bombs. How did you explain that? Well, I was just like, so they have their 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 phrasing equivalent of bro is like a lad. Okay. So so the lads would drink them, but they don't. Everybody drinks them. Okay. It's just like a drink because you're just drinking to get drunk. It's, yeah, it makes sense. Like they don't have as much of our another thing American whiskey there. Uh, two things on it actually. Most bars' American whiskey selection is two things: they have Jack Daniels okay. and they have SoCo, oh. Southern Comfort. Um, I did find a place that had a larger a larger selection. They had some bourbons. Um, they had Buffalo Trace, and Buffalo Trace was three and a half pounds, which a shot, which roughly translates or exchanges to about five dollars. It's not terrible. It's not terrible at all. It's like yeah. cheaper than it that's, is most places here. No, so that's pretty reasonable. Which blew my mind. They're yeah. selling American whiskey in England for cheaper than we sell in America. That's they, import- they get it. It's imported, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. okay. So that was so question one. Question one. Uh, question two, what's the best thing you ate? Because oh. I, ca- I care about food. I care about drink. Yeah. Um, if, if best in this scenario can mean most interesting can uh, it's your answer bro yeah let's see okay well so the thing the thing about them is they they do a lot of like sausage based stuff which I which love. we talked about before yeah. left, but I didn't do that because I'm not eating pork I love sausages um but what I did like their breakfasts are uh extraordinarily different than ours like a base I have a photo that I'll show you and if, uh, if you remind me I'll put it on our Twitter yeah and I've actually had some um traditional British food okay so it's what was like, what man, was on those plates uh like Bangers and mash. Okay. So then they get like the baked beans and they're big. They get like, baked beans. You get baked beans for breakfast? And like everything. And like sauteed, so sauteed tomatoes? Yep. Gr- mine were roasted, like okay. grilled. But, but nice. Like it really tasted Yes, they were so good. And then they also gave me like, I wish I could find this photo. Here it is. Um, like a si- a full side of mushrooms. Lovely. Um, oh, that is lovely. And then like a piece of toast and some eggs. And that was my breakfast minus the, uh, the whatever you said, the sausage. What do you the call Bangers it? and bangers. mash. Bangers, yeah. yeah. That's a beautiful breakfast. It was nice. It's like hearty. It's some get your day going stuff. Yeah, it really. Oh, and potatoes. Like I yeah. said, potatoes, but like they're very, they're like the beans are a big thing. Yeah. So you see that in a lot of, of British mm-hmm. meals. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So like you're saying you're going to go with breakfast? Most interesting was breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Cool. I like it. Yes. So did you have like a breakfast every day? Same? No. Just kind of. I was weird, man. Like I. I don't. We haven't caught up because we were watching the movie before this. Yeah. But like, I have some stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. I could fill an hour just telling you. Obviously, I've we done should for like a week we, and a half. Give it like a week, and we should just do like.
1: A, let's a, do that. A lun- bon-
0: let's do a bonus episode. Yeah, just like that'd be fun. Up. That would be fun. Yeah, that's another reason to join Patreon, guys. If you right. want to hear all about Young Max. But I feel shows. like we haven't said that in a while. Like we haven't plugged Patreon. No, we do it at the beginning of every episode. We just don't record it. We use the same commercial. No, no, no. I haven't put it in a Patreon commercial what? in a while. That's like m- at least a month and a half, two months. Who is running this show? But here's the thing. Good grief. Congrats and thank you to all of our Patreon. Pa- Patreon? Patrons. Patre- patrons. What? <laughs> I can't talk to our patrons. Patrons. Uh, yeah. Why are you saying on? I pa- don't know. They're not robots. I don't know. Anyways. On- Autobots and Patreons. Uh, I guess we'll shout out to Brandon. Yeah. Cause he helped us cross that mark. Yeah. Uh, we are now at our next goal and we're going to have an event. So you guys stay posted on that. If you want to come to our cool events, join us on Patreon Yeah. or Patreon and be a Patron. I don't know. Be a Patron. Patron. Yeah. I know what I'm saying. Good grief. Yeah. Don't be tequila. Tequila's gross. I like tequila. Right? Tequila's gross. Oh, speaking of which, uh, I was going to, if we didn't come up with beers, I had a mezcal that we were going to have. Yeah. It's uh, is, is called, um, yeah. something de la muerte. It was March of the dead. I don't know how you say it in Spanish. It was, uh, March. Yeah, I don't know. But it would have I, worked perfectly for this. Yeah, that right. you threw up on the show once, I would have done that tonight. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't f- tequila. You're being. Uh, I got to bleep that. Damn it. Sorry. It's all right. Uh, oh, we're not in the, the danger zone. No, we're not even close to the danger zone. I don't know. We're man. eleven and a half minutes in. Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. It's been eleven. Well, we drank a lot of. Well, we didn't we drink. We each had like two beers at most. Yeah. <sighs> it's been a long day, man. It has been a long okay, day. Okay. So that was two questions. Now that you've done yes. your Patreon commercial. Um, Third question. Third question. Uh, was there anything that you saw or took in that like uh, really impacted you or inspired you? Like, was there oh, yeah. some architecture? Like, what what really struck you about the country? Well, there was a lot. Like, um, there's nice. There was nice moments, because I did some touristy stuff, like I went to the Natural History Museum. Yeah, but that's dope. It was great. Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily like it didn't help me take in the culture. Sure. What I enjoyed were moments of like being on the train because mm. because you or even like the tube the underground mm. the subway is the equivalent I guess like you get people here we go you get people uh just in their day to day yeah uh, and that's also something interesting I noticed like people people there when they're traveling very rude they don't care they're getting to where they're going whereas like here people are like they like fake nod and smile at you but when people in America get to where they're going they're still just like they're they don't they're rude mm-hmm when people in England get to where they're going for the day and they're there, they're the most charming people ever. They're okay. so polite and they're so thoughtful. Nice. It's great. Yeah, it so, was awesome. So the culture kind of struck you and the politeness of yeah, the Yeah, it's just like a laid back, like everybody's cool and they're just doing their thing. And yeah, they're maybe not going to get to work on time, but it's all good. Hmm. like it's everything's fine so there's definitely a particular mindset for sure and it's weird yeah and also like it's not a great time to be from america (laughs) like in the world that was gonna be one of my other questions but i only got three So, yeah, I guess I'll incorporate the answer, right, a little bit. um, Yeah, because that was another one thing I was really curious about. Like, what's the perception? Like, how were you received as an American? uh, There was a day that I was going to, are you familiar with busking? Do you know what that means? Mm -mm. It's uh, like musicians or anybody that entertains going out on the street and like basically opening up a hat and be like, I'm going to do my thing. I didn't know that was the word for it. And I was going to make a sign that said basically like, hey, like Trump's my president, but don't hold it against me kind of thing. Because like nobody, nobody gets it like who who's voting for this guy? Yeah um, one of one of the folks I met over there was like, it's my life goal now to meet an American that voted for Trump because I don't know who these people are <laughs> And my theory is that they're people that don't leave America. like I'd be really interested to see a, a, a survey of who voted for who and how far from their hometown they've ever been. And I'd be willing to bet that, like, there's a large portion of people that have never gone without, like, five miles of where they were born. That's interesting. And that's who does it. Yeah. Because nobody in the world knows who's voting for this guy. Hmm. And I, but basically, I was like, yeah, no, I I think he's kind of nuts, too. It's not me. Yeah. Like, so, that wasn't me. Yeah. Interesting. So. so you were kind of immediately on the defensive. For sure. Okay. It's, it's very, it's very, not, like everybody, it's just a joke. Like, yeah. It's a joke to everybody. <laughs> I was kind of assuming that the, uh, the sentiment overall would have been not hostile, mm. but definitely like cautious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also like America has to be kind of confusing to everyone not yeah, it's, in it. It's very strange. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. It was a good trip though. Last overall. question. Yep. How was it traveling alone? Oh, I love it. It's my favorite thing. I do it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just it's such an outside-the-box thing for people that have never traveled alone or like taken a road trip by cause I've taken road trips by myself. I love it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy experiencing yeah. new things. But for so many people I talked to, like while you were over there were asking me like how it was going and stuff. And mm. it was just, it struck so many people as really um, brave and really? like, I, yeah. And it is, uh-huh. if you've never done it and that's not your, oh, that's probably true, your normal mindset and it's not something you're comfortable doing. It would be something really uncomfortable to do. I guess that makes sense. So yeah, I think everyone should, do something yeah. like that, even if it's not to another country, but like maybe just a town you've never been to. Totally. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously I've talked about how I do travel for a living and I'm 9, 99 times out of a hundred. I'm by myself. Um, So that aspect wasn't that weird, but it was strange, like learning a brand new way of getting around, like, like learning the underground system was interesting and how to, how money works. Mm, um All the subtle differences. Yeah. But at the same time, it was cool because... I have to think in some ways traveling with another person would be at least a little more difficult because you have the aspect of having to work with each other. Sure. And when you're solo, you, I was working at my own speed yeah. when I wanted to get up and leave. I could, when I wanted to just do nothing for two hours, I didn't have to worry about That's anybody true. else's feelings, which is, there's like a casual nature yeah. and you're, you're your own everything. Yeah. Basically. If you miss something, it's your own fault. You're not disappointing anyone else. Or- I did rack up about $70 in roaming charges, which, uh, as roaming charges go or is not bad. That seems pretty good, but it's like $2 and 50 cents per megabyte. Okay. Which is about a text and a half. Ooh. Yeah. But there were emergencies where I didn't have service and I had to figure out where I was going. Mm. Yeah. There was a lot of stress drinking involved in the first couple of days. I bet. Like once I finally got to, like hustling about for a couple hours and like, okay, I'm finally on the train. I need to be on. All right. I will have seven beers. Cause yeah. it's like one beer. Right. Basically. You're like, I'm just happy I'm on a train. Yeah. That I, mean, I know it's where it's maybe, going. <laughs> You yeah, know, it's, your head is and- stressful. Yeah. Last thing I'll say I'm, I've literally eaten up like almost the first segment of our show. That's with this. fine. I've demanded it. Um, I took the tube, I'm going to keep saying the tube. We're all clear on that. That's the subway. Okay. Left the airport, and there's tube maps inside of all of the cars. So I'm kind of figuring out where I have to go. And, but I didn't have service. So I had to get to an exit or a, a, a stopping. What do you call them? whatever a stop a place a stop yeah sure where it looked like it was popular so Mm. i did and i got off and i went to a coffee shop called costa and those are basically the starbucks of england okay they're just like get in and out get your coffee and let's go and they had the worst wi-fi and i was like is this what england is is this why everybody's so like in at that time i was like they're all sad and they're rushing about like because they have terrible wi-fi and they don't know what's going on in the world and they don't know there's better wi-fi Mm. this is it and i was like all right i have to i got on the wi-fi and i figured out i had to go back the way i came about 40 minutes on the tube, get on a train because I had to leave London the first night I got there, I was staying somewhere else. And I was like, all right, well, here's the train I got to get on. So I got to get to the train station. And then I figured that out pretty quick. But then when I got to the station, it occurred to me that I had to buy a ticket, obviously, because now my like swiping card's not going to work. And it's a one-way ticket that I wanted to get. It was like an hour and a half. And it said it was going to be 95 pounds, which is money, mm-hmm. <laughs> which translates exchanges to like 130 bucks. I'm like, that's crazy. That's too much. So yeah. then I was, and that was the machine. And I was like, I'm going to talk to a human and people there talk real fast depending mm-hmm. on where they're from. So I'm trying to keep up. And she's basically like, wait two and a half hours, <laughs> catch this. You're basically in rush hour. So wait and it'll be less. So I did. And I found a bar in the train station with Sierra Nevada, No, oh, which you is go. awesome. I ended up playing some music in that bar on a whim, because my drunken English friends that I met were like, "Play us a song," <laughs> and I was like, "No, I gotta go." And they're like, "Play us a song." They kept saying it, basically. That's amazing. And then the, I looked at the bartender because I don't want to, like, you know, this is—I don't want to disrupt the norm. And you they, don't want to get like, your Do ass it. kicked. And your- that I don't want to be like the, the American guy that walks and is like, "I'm gonna play some music here." Yeah. Ladies, line up. Like, I didn't want to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, played him a song. Looked at my watch. I had to go catch the train. I sprinted, like in true movie fashion like with my guitar and my backpack that's amazing trying to catch the train i got on the train uh, i still had my beer i took it with me <laughs> can and you my, do that yeah nice it's crazy there they have like open carry laws everywhere and i know in america that means guns but there it means beer mm. given the choice i would i'd take a beer any day like For give me sure. that law i'll walk around with beers all day long hundred percent yeah uh, anyways, amazing. got on the train made it there dead tired cheaper guns or beer is that what you're saying no the train ride Later in the day it was cheap. 32 pounds. That's my, it was a third. Literally a third of the price. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, Good Lord. So, anyways, that was my first night. I Fun. was real tired. All right. So, if you want to hear more about that adventure, you're gonna to have to subscribe to Patreon. Yes. Or just catch me, catch me inside. Catch me at a bar will talk. Me, catch me inside because I'm pale. Um, I've been talking a lot, so I'm gonna sip on what's yeah, in the glass. That's cool. I'm yeah. gonna tell you what's in the glass, Perfect. and then I'm gonna tell you about my last week. Uh, so you are drinking our very first uh homebrew com comp. comp- yeah, because the words are hard. <laughs> Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. Uh, yeah. This is our very first homebrew contribution to mm. the podcast. We reached out to you guys a while ago saying, hey, if you make beer, give it to us so we can drink it for free. Correct, basically. basically. And then tell you how much it sucks. <laughs> now, no, no, just kidding. We, I do want to say, though, we, I think we stipulated that it will be an honest review. Like, we're not, excuse me, we're not taking, like, the beers of friends, just to pump up beers, just so we can pretend like they're good, even if they're not. Exactly. This will be an honest review. Mm-hmm. Um. So that take, being said, yes, this is a beer from uh, a friend of mine, which is just a coincidence. <laughs> uh, sure it is. Yeah. Big shout out to Dan Padden, Uh, super rad guy, home brewer, master barbecuer, etc. I've I've only met Dan a handful of times. He's a good dude. Yeah, he seems that way. Yeah, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, and this is brewed in the style. It was inspired by a beer called Abraxas from uh, Perennial. Mm-hmm. Perennial Artisanales. Perennial, yeah, them. They do Abraxas, and it's a delicious beer. Traditionally speaking, Abraxas is a spiced imperial stout. Yeah, a la a Kind of a Chocoveza type thing. That's more yeah, accessible. exactly. So this is uh, made and bottled by him. Uh, it is clocking in at ten percent, and it is a Russian Imperial Stout with cinnamon, mm-hmm. ancho chilies, and oh. cocoa yep. nibs. Yep. So that is the information I have on it, uh, and, and I'm going to try it. Yeah. Um. It's it's not quite jet black. I wouldn't say that. It looks more like a cold brew.
1: If it you totally hold it up to the light,
0: it's got kind of a cl- even a cloudiness to it that I wasn't kind of expecting, that I haven't seen in a lot of beers. Yeah. Um. But it does kind of make me think that it, as far as visuals go, it's sort of not. It doesn't look like an Abraxas does. Right. That's usually a little bit more viscous and oily and yeah. not, not oily in the oil, con- but like an engine oil would be. Right. Um, I don't know. What, what's your initial thought on this? It's kind of spicy. I get a lot of the spices. I um, enjoy that part. Yeah. I get yeah. a lot of spice too. I've been really enjoying spiced beers lately. It is now time of year. You know, mid yeah. to end October. This is our official Halloween episode. Right. So yeah. Enjoy the spookiness. So I've been really enjoying a lot of spiced flavors. Um, spiced beers more so. Um, there's one out from Sierra Nevada right now. That's really good. What's that? Uh, It's called like winter, winter tide ale. Oh uh, yeah. It's in the snowpack. It's something like that. A lot of people are hating on it. I think it's delicious. Okay. tastes like Christmas in a glass. Great. Um, so I really enjoy the spiced aspect of this beer. Uh, it's a little spicy. You definitely get some of that chili. Yeah. Like on the finish, you can feel it in the back of your throat. I'm actually, yeah, I get it right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, Whatever that is. It's like the bottom of the back of your throat. Yeah. I feel like you get a lot of beers that claim to be brewed with chilies or whatever, and uh-huh. you don't, it, or it's like chilies and cinnamon and whatever, you, like nutmeg makes it in vanilla. Right. And you never get a lot of the chili. It's always the other stuff. There's a lot of chili here. There's a lot of spice. Present. Uh, which I enjoy, but yeah. I can see how it might be off-putting if you're accustomed to the chili kind of being in the background. Right. Or more of a flavor, as mm-hmm. less of a heat. Yeah. so Because the chili flavor translates really well, mm-hmm. uh, but it's hard getting that balance of flavor to heat in a beer. Yes. So I think this kind of achieves that. It's got a nice balance. You can taste it a little bit, you know, along with the spices, and you definitely get the heat from the chili. Yeah. As far as like I don't know, as far as the actual feeling of this beer, it's it feels a little thin to me. Yeah, it's very thin. Um and it's I don't know that I dislike it. It's it's nothing I'm not I'm not raving about it necessarily. Mm. Um but it is good. Mm-hmm. And I think were it even a little bit warmer than it is now, yeah. uh the beer but if it were colder outside, right? Those two things together, I think, would make this really nice. I agree because it has been unseasonably hot. It's been like eighty-five, right? It was ninety degrees today. Was oh, it early? Yeah, I just got back in. Yeah, like I said, in town, so it's it's been like seventy in Reno, yeah, give or take. So it's been nice, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's interesting, mm-hmm. which is something. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't had a ton of home brews, but the I ones that I have, it's delicious for a home brew. Yeah, like which someone is made this sh- in their kitchen. Yeah. That's or a bathtub, yeah, yeah. What a... I don't know. What's what are your overalls on this? Uh, it's it's interesting. It's it very is interesting. interesting. Yeah. I don't know she where has that's to coming from. Our podcast, what I feel the. Like. F- I don't. There's something happening. Wait, At what? At least it's not I figured it, it out. Oh my god! <laughs> is this when we <laughs> called a brewery or something? Uh, it's it's let something you know, like that. Let, let me. You, uh, this kind of, still my god, I'm so sorry. I'm an unprofessional. Stuff. We're gonna put this in. So, oh my god! What are you doing? It's all grouped together. Okay, bear with me. I'm gonna fix this real quick. Can they hear this? Yes, they will. This is amazing. I wonder how many rings we give it. So this is from. Oh my god! Hang on. I'm so sorry, everybody. That's amazing. These these were hidden tracks that I had. That didn't count. From another thing that happened earlier. Shut up! I got it. We're calling speaking. And it's gone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Ah. Wow. <laughs> so, so when we recorded last time, we did two episodes, and I tried to clear all the tracks, and I deleted our first episode, and then I brought it back, and then I—it d- doesn't matter. But I doubled up the tracks, so I still had the original. I got it back, and I referenced it with a new one, and then I hid the old ones. So we didn't see them until just now. And then there they were. And now they're gone. Oh, my goodness. And everything's fine, and we're all having a good oh, time. That was funny. <laughs> and this is good. <laughs> Ridiculous. Okay. All right. What so, were you saying about this beer? Uh, thoughts overall. Yes. It is a little thin. Yes. I would like it if it was a little thicker. That's what she said. Sure. Um, yeah, why not? Let's go. You know, it's <laughs> it's good. I, I really I do like you it. You think it's good? I like it. Okay. It's um it's almost too spicy for me. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I just, I I wonder if the spice is covering up the uh, extreme sweetness of it. Maybe because there's a lot of that too. You get it right away, and you get it after it finishes, especially yeah. on your palate. The, for me, the burn is more in like you were saying in the back of the throat, and the the bitter sweetness is right on the palate. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I'd be curious, uh, Dan, if you hear this. Um. I assume he probably will. I don't know. Well, if not, we'll ask him. But how many times you've you've. Uh, tweak the recipe for this. Right. Or if this is a first time brew and if you're going to do it again, what you might change, what you thought of your beer. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Here's, since this is our first homebrew on the show, uh, this is all kind of new ground, but I would be curious in the future to figure out if this beer would be accessible to our listeners, were they to seek it out? Oh, like the... Like for a small donation, the beer that inspired it, or no, 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 from him, this actual beer. Oh, like for a small donation, you can get a bottle of this beer, try it yourself, and then we're we're supporting homebrewers that way. Yeah, I'd I don't be into that. know if that's entirely legal. Oh, just really? To cover our asses for podcast purposes. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure that seems legal to me. Why not? Uh, yeah. Selling he alcohol may, gets tricky. Well, you're not, are you selling it if it's like if you really do do it as like a donation? Uh, like, it's it's murky waters. All right. Well, you can Let's buy it him this a tiger, way. and then he'll give you a beer. Exactly. Yeah. A, a golden tiger right it's very American but idea. I'm sure uh you know it just depends on on quantities and stuff but I don't know that's well, definitely more of a question for Dan yeah sure yeah um between between like and dislike I think I'm on the dislike side of this yeah I do have a hard time believing it's ten percent though yeah for better or for worse sometimes in a beer I like to taste the ABV I mean sometimes it's great when it's buried but I would like i just in general I'd like this to be a little more present that's fair. I'd like it to be, I'd like it to hit me a little bit harder, you know. I would want more mouthfeel and more, more just body. Yeah, you know what I mean. If it was thicker and just a little bit chewier, I think I'd like it more. Yeah, that's a great. That's I always love that word for beers, like a good chewy beer, I love like a it. good parabola from Firestone. Yeah, so just that's like the, chewy. Yeah, epitome of chewy for me. Yeah. Um, remind me when we get back from the break we're about to take to talk about the Twitter poll. Oh, my God. Because you said yes. Chewy, and I thought Han Solo, and then I thought Chewy. Yeah. Uh, no, we're going to do that. Uh, we're going to rate this beer, yes. and then we should jump to a break. You first. Uh, so overall, I liked it. Um, I don't know how to really rate it if I'm going just... Because usually when I rate beer, it's like by style. So do I do that even if it's a homebrew? Sure. Yeah, you go so, by the style that it's brewed as. So an imperial Russian Imperial Stout. I'm going to give it like a, a 5 out of 10. Okay. I think it's exactly in the middle of the road and I think that's more than respectable for a homebrew uh, there's definitely things about it um, that I enjoy there's definitely things about it that I would like to see more of you know it tastes good mm-hmm. I'm not offended the way it tastes it's a little hot for me but that's personal preference um, and it uh, it's a thin so yeah I would like to see a bit more body I just I love chewy beers if I have a stout I want it to be mm-hmm. viscous yeah just rude. Can I get some more of me in my headphones? You got it. Um, I am in a similar boat. Um, I guess it's I, it's probably worth saying that this beer is better than many beers that we've done on the show. Many, <laughs> many professionally made beers, dude. That's such a good point, quote unquote, right? Been, like, I haven't even thought of that. There's, there's way, way more worse beers than this one. We've done. Way, there are better. So much worse beers right? that we've done. Okay. So that said, the other thing I want to pay it a compliment to is that it's. There's a lot of good going on here. I think instead of being like, this is a beer that is disgusting. Start over. Throw it out. This is something that I think can be tweaked, and can be perfected slowly over time. Maybe a couple more batches. I'm with you on the heat a little bit. I'm a big fan of of chili pepper kind of heat in beers, um, a little bit too much here for me. And same with what you're saying, the, the viscosity could go up a little bit. Um even the carbonation was a little bit weak for me. Um but in general, yeah, five, five is five is fair to me. I will, feels good. So five? So yeah. five's across the board? Five across Sorry the to board. Interrupt there. That's a ten total though. It's <laughs> yeah, wow. that's how math that's works. backhanded as hell. No, no. That's it, you know, ten out of twenty. <laughs> that feels better than 10 out, out of a time. potential 20 um, i'm probably going to be able to talk to him in person soon so great. i could get a little follow-up and ask him those questions that we asked i'll probably just record it on my iphone that's we'll sounds just have him listen to the episode yeah and yeah, then, yeah and, and then we'll, touch base. And we'll just cut it in you know i'll just record it on the on the phone and that's perfect yeah there's a licking hello i'm great <laughs> you like that yeah uh let's take a break all right we're we'll right back Buddy, where did you get that beer? Bro, I got it at Spikes. Spikes Bottle Shop. Spikes Bottle Shizop. That's here in Chico, California, no? Heck yeah. Where is it? It's hecking off East First. (laughs) Perfect. I believe it's 1270 East First. Approximately. If you've never been to Spikes, you guys, you're missing out. It's the bee's knees. It's the cat's pajamas. It is. It might even be the cat's meow. Sure. Yeah. That's a good one. The cow's moo? Moo. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It's the beaver's wood. Ugh. Well, that's fine. I don't know why I said that. I do well, I, I got to make it dirty. I made it weird. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin would have laughed at all those. And he's yes. the owner of Spikes Bottle Shop. And he is kind enough to support this show. And we're partners with him. So what you can do yeah. is if you're a beer drinker like us, you can go down to Spikes and you can get whatever you want. Anything in the whole store. We recommend beer because there's a great selection. Yep. And then you can go and check out. And then you get 10% off by using our super secret passcode. Which is FHC. F H C for 10% off every single beer purchase. So please take you and your hard-earned cash, go on down to Spikes, go to the cash register say FHC and get that 10% off. Mm. And we're back. Hi guys. Welcome back to Fresh Hop Cinema. That was a good break. The sh- Yeah, it was good. It smells in here. Yeah. It's uh we, we really need to bring back the podcast candle. Yeah, we really should. Do I, it, do I have one? I just, I don't know. Set Try some I of your arm hair like, on fire. That would be a good smell. Yeah, sure. No, I'm not going to do that because okay. I'll die. Probably. Okay. Yeah, don't die. <laughs> you uh, would go up. I can't believe you're suggesting more fires in California right now. I know. It's insensitive. You have a heart. It's insensitive. Yeah. Um, no, we are back. I took up the whole uh, whole basically first half, ta- not first half, first segment talking about my life. Yeah. I want to hear about your life, Johnny. You're what s- have you been up to? You're so selfish. In the past couple of weeks. Well, I went to a music festival and developed a small addiction to Tylenol PM. I called you when you were there yeah, about fa- a tattoo. I FaceTimed you. A tatau. A tatau. Yeah. We talked tatau. Okay, so that was that one. Yeah, I was at Aftershock Festival in yes. Sacramento, uh, and it was amazing. Perfect. At last I saw... A bunch of bands that i really enjoy up close got to see maynard james keenan from tool finally do some music with a perfect circle it was it was a good day that's a band yeah okay <laughs> yes Cra- a, i don't know things it's a so. music festival where bands were playing right no i yeah. know that part but a perfect and, circle is a band yeah okay yeah and i got to see like my favorite band in the world mastodon oh uh, you to, do love mastodon i got to get up close and personal with them and uh actually brent guitar player liked my post on instagram hell yeah i fangirled out hello hard that's the best news yeah that's it was great dope uh i drank way too much all day great and it was it was a beautiful day yeah and like i said i've developed a small addiction to tylenol pm and that's the one that puts you to sleep or keeps you awake probably puts you to sleep yeah pm's the yeah. night time sure that uh, makes it, sense. it relieves pain and also puts you into a small coma yeah great so nice yeah i uh i stopped drinking from sunday like like a couple day, like, And today's know. Thursday. Yeah. Okay. So like Sunday till Wednesday, I like stopped drinking. That's a good, you know, it's a good, <laughs> good amount of time. It's four days. I couldn't sleep. I started drinking from Sunday till Wednesday, basically. <laughs> Give we were like on the opposite sides <laughs> yeah, of the Yeah, we're quarantine. cycling opposite. Yeah. So yeah, I was like sober for four days and I couldn't sleep. That sucks. It was really cool. That's a, why is it though? It, no, it's not good. Yeah. But I think a lot of it too was like, I just had more energy. Like the alcohol wasn't like slowing me down. It wasn't like a dependence um, thing. It was more like alcohol is what I use to like chill out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's definitely my drug of choice. Like I love sure. a couple beers to just relax, not yeah, even I mean, get drunk. But it it mellows your whole body. Yeah, out. no, that's that's for sure an alcoholic thing. Okay, like no, I mean like I don't think that, but like professionals or whatever, they're like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking uh, about. Also, yeah, you yeah, professional. I feel like I feel like the stigma, not the stigma, but like the like the medical opinion is that like if you drink to uh medicate in any way like if you're trying to chill out if you're trying to sleep if you're trying to like lower your stress it's all like an indicator of everything's an indicator we're all screwed yeah that's just that's that's, that's just where we are are. that's just rude I don't Uh, think doctors know anything uh, I think they know a lot well I think their take on that is usually correct (laughs) except except for me right no I just think it's weird like the only time you're supposed to drink is to celebrate or something like what I can't believe you stopped talking right when I was drinking that. Um, yeah, you no. took a big old gulp. I did. Uh, so it was interesting though. I was having some like introspection, like, hmm. Mm. So then I just started taking pills instead. Yeah, but why is champagne the only celebratory? Like, why is that the only acceptable celebratory beer? Right for beer, uh, drink alcohol. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I think if you want, you know, you can have champagne in the morning. You can right? have a mosa, it's, it's and ex- nobody blinks. It's completely acceptable. On a Saturday morning to wake up and drink 17 mimosas. But if you go to a restaurant and 10 a.m. at brunch and you order a shot of whiskey, everybody and their mother's like this guy. Yeah. I'm fine compared to you. Right. Yeah. I'm gonna have yourself up off the floor. I'm gonna have one bourbon. You're gonna drink a magnum. Yeah. Anyways, I couldn't sleep. Right. So I started taking, you know, a couple Tylenol PM and they work like a charm. Can I recommend a more natural remedy? A la I would, m- melatonin. Oh, I was going to say, I would totally use weed, but I can't smoke oh. pot with my job. Yeah, I'm not even saying, you should do melatonin. But if I could, I would totally smoke pot. Yeah. Because pot's so good for sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I can't really make an argument why that why melatonin's better, uh, except for the fact that it's less labor intensive. And it also won't make you fail a drug test. Well, that too, yeah. I Maybe think, it will. Probably I mean, not. Let's find out, Probably man. won't. Let's get weird. But I learned the other day. No, we. sorry. You're good. At Whole Foods, they have like different servings of the melatonin. Because the ones that I got at Trader Joe's, I, I didn't have them in Reno a few times back. And w- I, sometimes I try to go to bed early. Like if I'm going to get up early the next day, I know that my body's habit is to stay up to like 2 a.m. because sure. of what I do. But sometimes I'm like, I want to be in bed by 11. Yeah. So I'll take melatonin. And I've developed a bit of a uh, tolerance. tolerance for the ones that I had from Trader Joe's. And I went to Whole Foods because I was there. They don't, or they do have a Trader Joe's, I just didn't know about it. And they have like different uh, magnitudes of how strong they are, and they yeah. have like these five milligram ones, which are like three times as strong as the one that I take. You can dose the shit out of yourself. It was crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyways, you should you should try it. if you've never done it. You should, you should uh, try it out. I've actually taken melatonin with Tylenol PM. Wow, it works really good. Too good, probably. I don't know. I still woke up, so oh, that's good. you yeah. say <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So if that's the goal, I don't yeah. know. And like after that festival, I had like some like intense body pain. Like I'm getting old. I went to a festival Uh, and like my ankles hurt, my knees hurt. Like I had a hip pain. You're thirty. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh no. Yeah, that sucks, man. You know how old I am is um, before we left for the festival. Mm. I put on a crock pot full of beef stew. Good for you. So we would have a nice hot meal to come home. Very responsible, dude.
1: It was so nice. I mean,
0: not only are you going, you're like going out of town. Like you're. This is a real plan. Yeah. And you're like, no, my life back home still exists. We have stuff to do. Yeah. So I'm gonna make food. And it's like, I don't want to be the guy that's coming home from a festival and eats like a burrito yeah. or like a number five. I do think that the burritos kind of okay when it comes to festivals. Like you eat burritos. I've never been to festivals, but like I think you eat burritos. Uh, I had a foot long corn dog at the festival. Oh, that's crazy. It was so good. We split yeah. it, dipped it in honey mustard. It was delish. Man, I'm yeah. I miss corn dogs. I haven't had one in a while. They're nice. They're an they under- are ra- nice. They're an underrated food. Big Here, time. Here's the thing. We've talked about diets on this before, as far as like the ethics of eating meat. We've yeah. mentioned it a few times. There's some things that no matter what will not be better vegan. Like you're not going to make a tofu corn dog that's any good. And if you, it's going to be gross. If you do, I'll convert right now. Yeah, fair. If you like, like, I, I'm open to try it. I have not had one meat substitute that I thought was better than the actual meat. Chorizo. It's just not a thing. Chorizo. The soy chorizo that I've had is actually pretty good, but it's not better than chorizo. That's fair. I think it is because it's less greasy. That's a good point. So that's my week in a nutshell. I went to a festival and got addicted to sleeping pills. Mm -hmm. But you got unaddicted to alcohol for a couple days. Sure. And now we're doing this. Yeah. Whatever you say, Bob. Yeah. I don't get that reference. That's fine. Was it a reference? I'm calling you Bob. All right. But yeah, it was cool. It was fun. And Tylenol PM is awesome. So in responsible doses, if you need a good night's sleep, I'm going to fully endorse that. Fair enough. And that's my life. Let's... Beef stew, corn yeah. dogs, and Tylenol PM. And Tylenol PM. Let's talk about what you made me go through tonight. Oh yes, please. On there's some backstory needed here. Um, I've never been good at horror movies. You're you're really bad at them. Yeah, you're bad at watching them. That said, there's a few when there's when there's a when there's a horror movie that has a good. It's like a well-made movie, or it's got a message. I'm all about it. Okay. But I've steered clear of like movies like Hostel or Saw. Like I'm not big on torture, like porn. gore porn. Yeah, I don't yeah. like. I don't care. There's enough shit wrong in the world for me not to want to sit down and watch it for an hour and a half. Like People I could get go tortured. on. I could go on live leak and watch people's heads get cut off. Oh, what's that? Never mind. All right. Well, so anyways, we we watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. And I've never seen it because I spent my whole life avoiding it. And I have watched it over a dozen times probably since right. like high school. It's, I quote Johnny's favorite horror movie, and there was a quote air quote around horror. Yeah because I think there's an argument to be made that it's not a, a horror film. It is and it's not. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a conversation there. Mm-hmm. So it's it's my favorite film that can be lumped into that genre overall. And Yeah, I, that's fair. And it's on my like Mount Rushmore of movies ever. Like I I absolutely love that movie front to back like yeah. It's so silly and funny and terrible and disturbing mm-hmm. like it makes you feel so many things. So I, Yeah, before we get into the movie too much, I want to give my general take, take, takeaways or takes away. I want yeah, takeaways. Away. Take general chicken, please. Um, You can't reference chicken after that movie. <laughs> also, by <laughs> the way, uh, I guess minor spoiler here. Um, It's never answered. Like, I remember there's like a gas station place. It's, it's just, like in a roadside attraction. It's just chicken, bro. And I swear to God, I thought it was humans the whole time. And I still think it's human. It's just chicken, bro. I still think it's human meat that he's like, here, take my chicken whatever it just tastes damn good initially before watching this film i was i was expecting it to be uh, more more of it i thought there was gonna be more torturing and more uh, unnecessary gore i think you had a blown out of proportion in your head yeah so i was actually kind of relieved i thought it was it was more restrained sorry about that everybody i've got my phone on in case triple a contacts me because my van it's a whole other thing his van went poop and my van is safe Hey! Look at so, there's a picture of your van. There's a picture of my van. That's awesome. I haven't had my van for uh, a couple of weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, we bad. have proof of life. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I'll tell you about it later. But I have a new uh, new place in Chico that I'm not a fan of. Mm. So, if you take your car to Boradori Automotive, stop doing that. Boradori? Yeah, they're on Humboldt by Cafe Coda. Mm. Mm. I just it doesn't matter another time yeah but it's been a sore subject in my brain for like two weeks you, i feel the bitterness yeah that's about as bitter as i get too like, like i'm it. not the guy who, like walks into a shop and's like how dare you i'm like hey man how's it go- i'm sorry if i was an inconvenience let me just take my car don't Anyways, don't don't whatever. mess with my man's van yeah i need like powerful friends that'll like walk in and be like you made a big mistake i can huge do, i can do that yeah i should have thought of you i can i still could Let's not. <laughs> let's just go. Let's not talk about it anymore on the let's podcast. Let's not make yeah, veiled threats uh, here, but yeah. Plausible deniability. I'm going to write such a bad review. I'm going to yelp the crap out of them. I hope there's somebody listening. It's like they've been my mechanic for like 10 years. Stop. I don't care. You have to pick. You pick them or us. Ooh. And so help me God, if you pick them. Are we having a line in the sand moment? <laughs> yeah, it really is. I'm so, it's like the one profession that people are like, you got to get a good mechanic. Mechanics will screw you over. And I'm like, what are the odds? The first mechanic I go to in Chico that I really need help on will screw me over. So slim. Nope. Not so slim. I was screwed you over. You know, I've got a mechanic buddy. I know that I, every, I can't tell you how many people have told me that since I've said this story a couple of weeks ago. Like everyone's like, you should have gone to this person. I'm like, all right. No, like my buddy would have come to your house yeah. and fixed it. Yeah. It's fine. Anyways, what are we talking about? The movie. Ideally. It was, <laughs> that was quick, that was good. Um, it was better than I thought in terms of the shock value that I thought it was going to give me. Okay. In terms of the story and the movie itself, I had some issues. And I'll get into that in the danger zone in our next segment. I like Because it. there's going to be spoilers because it's, it's necessary to fully critique this film. Yeah. Um, but I think before we get there, unless you want to give me your initial thoughts after your 13th viewing. Yeah. Uh, if not, we should get into this beer that you brought. I love this movie. Yeah, I don't know what else. I yeah, can say, yeah, yeah. You're 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 a big you're a big like guy. What's the way to whatever, say this? dude? <laughs> yeah, you're like tiny. Yeah. Um. No, you're big into this aesthetic. Yes, that's uh, a very good way to put it. You have yeah, like you like you like that look of things. Like <laughs> you, just, no, it's how do you generalize this without sounding weird? Like you're a hundred percent right. Like yeah, you seem like you would like this movie. I don't seem like I seem like I would like La La Land, and that's I get that. Yeah, so this movie fits for you, I think. No, uh, for sure. And I saw this movie at a very impressionable age, right? So it's influenced me a lot, like in my decision making. (laughs) That's 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 a horrible horrible thing to say. Not really, but I mean, when you say the aesthetic of it, I think that's that's a really fair assessment. Yeah, And it is a very specific aesthetic. Yeah, right? It is. And I never really realized it till you said that. I'm like, yeah. Interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah. Another thing that I did enjoy that caught me off guard um, was, I was mentioning is like within the first 15 minutes of the film, because we watched it on my couch, like I said, before we started, uh, was the non-linear kind of jumpy editing fashion that it took. Yeah. It was kind of um, manic. It was. It was really strange um, in terms of... Uh, like kind of keeping you on your toes. Um, it wasn't a straightforward just here's here's a person walking into a situation getting scared and then murdered and whatever with nothing else. Like you you have these inner splicings of of scenes and and not even necessarily flashbacks all the time. They're like, like monologues. It's really weird. And and that part kept my interest. I actually really enjoyed this movie until maybe the last 20 minutes. Okay. Uh, and enjoy it is kind of a weird term here, but <laughs> I, uh, it's okay. I appreciated it. You can like this movie. It's, I did not like this movie and it, it's one of those movies though, that, that for all of it hinged upon how it was going to end. Yeah. And it didn't end in a way that I thought was justifiable for what it put me through. Um, and we'll get into that more later, I guess. Cause it's, yeah, it can't really, is that spoilery? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think so. So, are we gonna do the plot? Or are we just gonna jump to the danger zone? Did I'll let you. you have, did you have any info about it that you wanted to? No, I looked nothing up. We're we're, we're flying blind here. I like it. Um, Seat of our pants. I like how you you just say like I look like I should like this movie, but I do right. Like, but it's so true. Yeah, like, I don't know whether to be insulted or impressed. I think there's a good there's a good case to, and even a fun game to play with friends. Like, what movie do I look like? <laughs> like, I don't look like I don't look like a thousand a House of a Thousand Corpses. No. I don't look like Braveheart. You like, look like. Let me just go here. Sure, yeah. The early 2000s remake of Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio. I didn't see that. But you look like that movie. Okay, great. I think this game's only fun if people know what yours Like, if I know what yours Like, if the person you're referencing to knows it. That's fair. Uh, So, I turn the game upon its creator. What movie do you think you look like? I feel like La La Land's a pretty good one. Like no. an aspiring yeah. I'll quit the podcast if you really believe that. You don't think I look like Lala? La no. What do you, what? God no. Well, I wanna look like Lala. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Basically give me any movie with Ryan Gosling minus Remember the Titans, and that's me in a nutshell. That's me being idealistic about myself. I just wanna be, I guess, Ryan Gosling. Blade Runner. Somewhere di- sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh Maybe not the notebook. You should let Gianna know that she's a a hologram. You know, for a couple years of my life, that was a good reference. A couple years of my life, I got people were like, you look like Ryan Gosling. Oh, really? And then at some point that stopped happening. Did your mom tell you that? No, 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 not my mother. Like random people when I was in school, they'd be like, hey, this might be a little weird, but do do people tell you you look like Ryan Gosling? And I'm not making this up. If, If I was still like, yeah, people tell me all the time, then you could call me on it. But there was like two or three years. And I just need to get back to that because that was like, like my prime. <laughs> did you get punched in the face a lot at some no, point in high school? No, like crooked nose notwithstanding. Uh, no. Did you look different in high school? It wasn't high school. It was like it was like nineteen to twenty one. Mm. Were my Ryan Gosling years? College. Yeah, mid college. What. How old was Ryan Gosling when you were being compared to him? Like, what movies was know. he in that were popular at the he time? Was in, uh, it's a direct reference. To no the comparison. Here's the thing: if you're not a filmy or like anybody, now it's a little different. He's getting a little bit more popularity. Okay, but at that point in time, he was The Notebook. What? Okay, it was Thank the notebook. you. That what were people referencing? It was The Notebook. Yeah, eh. I was just a white dude with kind of short hair and a mostly clean shaven face, and I wore like a denim kind of shirt, and they're like, "Oh, you look just like that guy, that white guy from that movie." Hmm. I don't know. I don't see it. Well, no, that's the point. You don't see it anymore. I'll show you some old photos of me. Yeah. And you still won't see it, but sure. maybe you'll believe me. I'll do just don't know. see a younger you. Yeah. So, okay, besides La La Land, what movie would you say, like, encapsulates you? Because obviously we've found mine. Well, this is a tough thing because... Is it? Because how I see myself is different than how you're going to see me, right? Sure. Um, I mean, the fact that you agree with my assessment of you is, uh, well, coincidental, partially, but also very topical because we just watched this movie and it's your favorite. And the fact that I'm saying one of your favorite movies represents you is easily relatable. Were I to be like, well, what are some of your favorite movies that you feel represent you? And I'll tell you if you're wrong. Lord of the Rings. Nope. You're definitely a wizard. No, you're a wizard. Okay. hundred percent. Uh, no, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, I don't like playing this game against myself. (laughs) I I don't know what other movies I I would think about it. Yeah, probably Mad Max. No, you're like a Nightmare Before Christmas kind of guy. Mm, Medium. I like that movie a lot, but more like Mad Max. Now, here's the problem with this game: it's not about how much you like it; it's about like what somebody sees in you. That's fair. You're very nightmare. Give me your arm. Which one? That one? No, inside. You have that damn cat that makes me think of it. I don't know why, but it does. That's my cat, though. That's not your cat. Your cat's way fatter than that. Shit, (laughs) it is. That's a tiny little cat. I need to. I need to add on. My cat's not that skinny. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking as if on you. Speak Q. of the devil. Devil. Slash. Why do you have so many Mario tattoos? I like Super Mario. What's that one there? Which one? That one? Oh, the haunted pumpkin. Yeah. Like from. Oh yeah. From Nightmare I can't see that one. Yeah. I forget it. Yeah. 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 I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. No, I see you like Mel Gibson era Hamlet. I don't. Why do you keep referencing these Shakespeare things? Because they're intelligent. Okay. That's good. All right. Whatever, dude. You're well-read. You're well-spoken. I just picked up a copy of The Odyssey by Homer. And you wonder. Yeah. 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 All right. I'll take it. That sounds great. I'll take that. There you go. Yeah, It makes sense to me. Like, you're college-educated. You have a solid base. I was actually reading up the other day about going back to school to get a minor in film history. Oh, my God. Because, like, that'd be cool. That would take this podcast at least to the next level, right? Uh, Maybe. You should get your sister on. There you At go. least your first level, and I'll get a minor in film, Deal. and then we'll be like, we'll we'll have qualifications. Oh. I don't know what that does. We'll but be we'll be credentialed, yeah. And then people will respect and us. And then since we're credentialed in the movie industry, we're going to need a house plant in the corner, yeah, for you know, sure, like a fern for reasons. Yeah, sure. Do you know what I'm talking? We're going our no, I don't. Oh. What is that a reference it's to? So dirty. Is it a film? It's a Weinstein joke. Ah, uh, it's a casting couch joke, isn't it? No, know. Harvey Weinstein. The piece I know of who he garbage is. Garbage. Yeah. just yeah, one of the stories was like he did stuff into a Ugh, plant. That's kind of, that's not, I mean, like as his offenses go, that's not that bad. Yeah. But like, like let him have sex with 100 plants. Yeah, but I of mean, one woman, you shit. know? Since then, his houseplants uh, Twitter account status has just been <laughs> hashtag me too. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Here we are. Uh, <laughs> where are we at with this film? we got to take a break here. So is there anything you want to say about this film before we get into the danger zone? Apparently this movie has made me everything I am today. More or less. That's terrifying. Fat and guar. Yeah. yeah I'm wearing a guar shirt Have you today. seen them live? Three times. Yeah. They're, they seem crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was fun. I saw them, the original lineup twice before Brockie and the, the guitar player died. They've lost two of their original members. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Oh, somebody else just died recently. Another celebrity. Uh, was it Fats Domino? Yeah yeah, no. I think, yeah, I think so Was it? Yeah, that I'm pretty sucks. sure Everybody's dying God, I gotta go put my Fats Domino record on there. You have a Fats Domino record? Hell yeah Blueberry Hill, baby Real quick, before we go to our break Real slow I mentioned before our last break that I want to talk about my Twitter poll Oh my god Okay, yeah. wait, let's save that for the danger zone yeah, it's more appropriate. Yeah, I'd have to bleep myself a few times. Yeah. So if you've never listened before or you've forgotten because you drink like we do when you listen... Danger Zone. The Danger Zone is our third segment, usually our final segment. In fact, up to this point, always our final segment. It's never not been the final segment. It is not. Ne- correct. And we unpack the movie that we were discussing with the, uh, the belief that if you're listening, you've seen the movie, or you don't care about it being spoiled. Yeah. What year did House of a Thousand Corpses come out? Yeah. Great. So... It's been out for a while. Yeah. And uh, you should have seen it by now if you want to. If not, you're like me and you didn't care to see it. But we're going to spoil it. It's, there's, we, yeah. We didn't talk about our second beer. No. And no. what I was going to say, so we'll come back with that and we'll hit our beer and then go into the danger zone because we don't include the beer in the danger zone ever. Well, we haven't, but we could. It's dangerous, bro. It's Halloween. Yeah. Let's change it up a little bit. Turn on the fog machine and take off your pants. I have a fog machine somewhere. We should have, damn it. Should have brought it.
1: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>
0: We'll come back. We're gonna talk about this beer, then we'll go into this movie, and we're gonna take our pants off. And we're—that's mine are gone. Danger zone. So stick around, and we'll be right back. Help me, Johnny. I have bad news. What is the bad news? All of my podcasts are gone. They're just gone from my phone. I'm out of podcasts. Well, you ate them. What happened? They're just gone. I don't know, man. I need something else to listen to. You have any ideas? Yeah, you should for sure listen to a book. What do you mean? list like an audiobook? It's Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like reading but you don't have to read. You can do stuff with your hands while you're doing it. Yeah, it's like getting read a story. Where can I get one of those? Um, you're going to want to go to Audible and check it out. I've heard of Audible. They have over 180,000 titles, don't they? That's correct, and it's available on any smartphone. And right now for listeners of this podcast, we have a special promo with them. If you go to audibletrial.com/fhc, you get a free 30-day trial and a risk-free download of any book you want. That's insane. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm sure I'll love it, but if I don't love it, can I keep my download? If you decide you don't want your Audible subscription, you can cancel anytime within 30 days and keep the free book. Well, that's crazy. I'm just going to go over to audibletrial.com FHC and get that download now. I highly recommend you do. That's Johnny in the danger zone. <laughs> uh, I guess, too, we didn't say this, but... Uh, It's lovely for me once we get to the danger zone because I don't have to worry about editing swearing We are technically an explicit podcast, but we try to limit the F-bombs in the early part of the show I think I just blew my rotator cuff And uh, by the time we get here, we've either had enough alcohol or just are to the point that we want to freely express ourselves So if you are uh, turned off or otherwise not interested in hearing swear words from two grown men, you should leave And if that turns you on, call me Yeah, welcome Oh, sirens too Good. What's the sirens tonight? They're everywhere. I don't know, man. Um, It's dangerous times out there. Let's talk this beer, though. You brought this beer, too. I did. And it's quite appropriate to this film. I love it. I've never had it before. I love it. Have you had it before this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, This is the 2017. I have one that I'm aging from 2016 that I did not want to open tonight. Because I'm going to wait till like 2020 and open it. Cool. Or some other evil time. Is 2020 an evil time? I don't know. It's when your vision's the best, so maybe you can see... Satan's breath. okay, Doctor Satan's. Doctor Satan. Uh, a good good transition though, because this beer is called what? Pentagram. Perfect. That what is a pentagram? By the way, uh, it is uh, a five pointed star pointed downwards. Uh, traditionally, uh, a symbol of Satan mm-hmm. or, or uh, pagan ritual. Yes, essentially, usually a, f- a five pointed star in a circle is technically. Oh, really? It has to be in a circle, yeah, well, or else sense. it's just it's a like star. a star, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then that actually is start came from pagan roots. Mm. So it's really just like a pagan Wiccan type symbol. Okay. But it's been uh perpetuated mm-hmm. by different Co opted um, maybe. Co-opted. Yeah. It's been pushed to the forefront of ideology by many yeah, different sure. like metal bands and Right. Yeah, somehow metal know. is like always like devil. Like Hell yeah. Like the more yeah, right. Exactly. Uh it's like yeah, word like hard yeah. like the, the epitome of hardcore is like Satan, I guess. Uh, no, it's just like the anti-establishment. Satan is the epitome yeah, of okay. rebellion. Sure, rebellion, Right. Because If he, like God is conformity, then Satan is the well, opposite. Oh, and Satan rebelled against God. Sure. He's like yeah. the original rebel. All right. Yeah, I'll take that. That's good. Now, if you were me, you heard this and you're like, all right, that beer is for sure like a 13% barrel-aged stout. Mm-hmm. That's not correct. Exactly. Yeah, it is not. No, you said it was at what, a sour brown? It is. It is a sour brown. I'm going to read the label. Yeah. Beware. This arcane seal guards an enigmatic brew that is funky. It is dark and sour. Did not expect the word funky to show up there. (laughs) If you choose to break the seal, you have been warned. 100%. Britannomyces dark beer, fermented in stainless and aged in used red wine barrels... Brett is a unique yeast strain that produces flavors that would be considered offensive if they were not intentional. That's not, that's, I hate when people say like, like, no, it's supposed to taste bad. Yeah. (laughs) Flavors of sour cherry, tobacco, oak, and classic Brett barnyard funk Mm. balanced by dark Munich malt chewiness. All right. Enjoy immediately or age at cellar temperature for a couple years. Unleash pentagram. You have been warned alcohol 6.66%. Okay. I right. I get it. That's funny. What's the font like? Can I ask? Uh runes. Oh. Uh, like Even on the on the description? Oh. There's just like a regular font. Pretty much just standard yeah, okay. standard font, but runes in uh, a pentagram with two snakes intertwining in it with like nordic runes uh, everywhere. It's so dope. Uh, Surly is like probably the most metal brewery ever. No, is that right? Yeah. Well, there's a couple breweries that are like super metal influenced. True Brewing is one of them and all of their stuff's like super like death metal, black metal and then um, Surly, their one of their founders is named Todd. And he plays guitar in a doom metal band, and they have a beer called Todd the Axe Man. Okay, and it's just got an axe murder on it, but Perfect. it's and he's like a guitar player, and axe is a synony- synonymous. Oh yeah, okay. With the it. guitar, That's so a, yeah. but yeah, they're they're super cool, and the other beer that they're very famous for, is Darkness. Darkness. I never had that either. Soon. Yeah, song, that sounds so. great. Yeah, yeah this was should. just more appropriate, and I'm letting my barrel. I have a barrel aged Darkness that I acquired. Oh, cool. May or may not have done some dealings for that but yeah it's it's aging i want that to that's be, awesome come to fruition so we're dealing with a sour brown ale aged in red wine barrels yes which is which is a good a good style for me i enjoy that i don't often like the brett Bretty beers the brett's not really forward in this one okay also like the bottles got to get finished bro i, I wasn't sure how much, you, how much you took so i took a bit that looks a good looking beer yeah thank you it's a gorgeous color it really is it's actually not dissimilar to uh, to Dan's beer that we had earlier. It's very true. Uh, a little bit more red, whereas his was a little bit more brown. But it's, it's very... Oh, I, why do I always get the... La- I don't know why I always pour it. Like I feel like this beer has some stuff in the bottom that I just completely mm, poured into my glass. You didn't really go all oh, the I way... I sure did. Did you? Yeah. yeah did I you get, get some it. of Satan's phlegm in there? <laughs> I believe the term is Satan's smegma. Satan's smegma. <laughs> sure. That's what it is. It's the old SS. Yeah. Whoa, uh, That's why the Nazis were so pissed off all the time. It's just it's getting doses of the sm- s- smegs, <laughs> Satan smeg. They would rub it on their upper lip before battle, which is the point that I was getting out the Twitter poll. Oh, yes. SS uh, I'm making connections here. SS is a Nazi general. I watched Inglorious Bastards with Gianna recently who'd never seen it. Oh fucking what? Colonel Hans Landa Landa. Hans, Hans Landa. Landa. He's uh he's played by Christoph Waltz, who's I in s- every Quentin Tarantino movie. So good. Except the Hateful Eight, in which case, like Tim Roth just like is basically him. It doesn't matter. He was only in Inglorious Bastards. No, no, no. He's been in a lot. He's in uh hang on, let me go through him. No. No. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. What's so it goes? It goes Reservoir Dogs, which he's not in. Mm-hmm. Jackie Brown, mm-hmm. he's not in that. Pulp, Kill Bill. Oh, you're right. Pulp Fiction. Shoot, no, no. he's oh he's in uh, he's in. Is he not in Django? No, no, he is. What are you talking about? No. Oh yeah, he is. He's yeah. the dentist. He's the dentist. Yeah. Django was his first Tarantino flick. He's been in Django and Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards came before Django. Did it? Yes. Hmm. It was it was Inglorious, then Django, then uh, Hateful Flight interesting i'm like 95 on that mm. okay anyways he's been in like two yeah i guess that's it huh yeah he feels very paramount to quentin tarantino's filmmaking I, now but it's because tarantino wishes he would have found him sooner yeah he's, maybe he's badass he's such a good actor yeah he's so good uh which is yeah more to my point so i was thinking about uh i was thinking about actually hans solo you and, think you started thinking about people named hans right so i I, got, I was i was drinking a bit it was after my show a couple nights ago and i i got I got real drunk. I like and I started it. thinking about Han Solo for some reason. Oh, because I was thinking about Blade Runner. And then I was like, man, Harrison Ford is so much better in this one than he was in the original Blade Runner. And he was better in 2049. And I was like, what happened in between? And I started thinking about Indiana Jones and then Han Solo. And I was like, oh, he really evolved as an actor as Han Solo. Wow, what are, what are other actors' names with Hans or Han or whatever? And I thought of uh whoever I just said. Hans Gruber. No, before that. What the hell is – what is Christoph Waltz's character? Han – Hans Landa. Hans Landa. Who the hell is Hans Gruber? Hans Gruber Wait. is the villain from Die, Die Hard. Hard. Oh, my God. And that's who I thought of third. Okay. So I was like, wouldn't it be funny to play the game Fuck, Mary, Kill with these three Han characters? Mm. Um, and I was like, all right, well, this isn't appropriate for my person. Like, I'm not going to say the word fuck on my Facebook profile. That's it, It's not how I am. Mm-hmm. But on our Facebook profile, it's fine. You know I wouldn't be offended. Right. Yeah. But I also thought maybe it's more appropriate on Twitter. I'll make a poll out of it. Now on Twitter, a poll is, is just like any other poll. You give it options. And I thought, all right, again, drinking, fuck, Mary kill. That's three things. I'll pick three options and I'll put one person for each option. Uh, right. The three guys. And then it's like, now people just have to pick what I failed to realize in my drunken state. And I woke up today and like 10 people had voted somehow, uh, was that you only get to pick one it's not like you're like this is my first my choice my second choice my it's just like people thought that I was like in this order who like who do you want to fuck then marry then kill and everybody was like Han Solo wow which and I don't know like it was a it was a tainted sample like that doesn't make any sense yeah on Facebook it worked well I'm, I wouldn't know I'm not on the Facebook right I'm a quick someone's got to do this, this Mike is killing me yeah you're killing it I think we're good. It was very strange. I like nobody. That's ridiculous. I don't know why I didn't catch it. And like everybody, you, well, you, you were know. drunk. I guess, yeah. I don't know. I was. On- oh, also, I failed to even post it on our podcast. I posted it on my own Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, like and, and like my Twitter posts are about my shows uh-huh. and the occasional retweet of ours. And then out of nowhere, there's, it just, it just says, fuck, period, married, period, kill, married, marry. Uh, and no Hans Lana got no votes. That's messed up. I'm gonna get on Twitter and vote. It's so funny. Like uh, I don't know what I was thinking. That's amazing. Yeah. That's oh, a- and there's only four minutes left, so you better Oh, fast. Snap. You'd have to do that. I it gotta tweeter fy it. But anyways, on Facebook it worked. All right, so let's talk about this movie. Yeah. Um So you didn't like it, but I don't think you hated it. I didn't hate it, because I'm a big I'm a big fan of the idea the idea that like movies are not necessarily the sum of their parts. Like the, the, the parts can have merit and like i said earlier i do really enjoy or did enjoy the the non-linear kind of storytelling thing that caught me off guard um Whoops, i accidentally voted for the wrong hans which one did you do hans gruber which one are you trying to do hans landa yeah yeah he still got none and i still voted and I here's tried. here's the thing it, what is your answer if you didn't pick one for each Who do you fuck, who do you marry, who do you kill? I know. It's a good question. Like I feel like I didn't get enough. Obviously, it was convoluted by me, but it's a good survey. Okay. A little bit. All right. So I'd fuck Hans Landa. Okay. Because he's crazy. Sure. It's going to be good in the sack. Okay. I would marry Hans Solo. Ah, that's a bad choice. He comes with a Wookiee, goes on adventures constantly. He never died in the Star Wars universe. He's got longevity. You're tripping. You've seen the new one. Well, not for a long time. All right. So he yeah, he mean, lived to his 70s. So yeah. That's right. It's fine. He had a nice full life. Sure. You got 40 more years with him. Yeah. It's okay. fine. And then uh, obviously I think I'd kill Hans Gruber. I think that's dumb. Really? I think you're missing something. And again- Well, what's your I, answer? Well, I made up my mind when I was drunk. Right. Yeah. I didn't post this until I was like, oh, I have good answers for this. So other people should, yeah. should do it as well. Um, I did start to think that maybe Han Solo actually just meant Harrison Ford. And then I thought, well, okay, I'm not going to marry him because Harrison Ford in Blade Runner is, like, super misogynistic. Like, he's just, like, ordering Rachel around. And it's like, dude, like just be my housewife. I'm like, well, I don't want to be his husband or wife or whatever. I'm going to be... Would you him. be the husband or the wife? We'd both be husbands. But he would be, like, way more controlling than me, and I don't want to do that. Who would be the man? Well, that isn't, that's such an 80s question. I'm not into that. <laughs> like, he's just going to be a bad domestic partner. Like that's he's fair. He's just controlling and, like... Weird, yeah. But what about him in like Sabrina? Who's Sabrina? Oh, oh, is that a movie? It's a great. Harrison I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah. look into that a little bit. Uh, Ford I, I have this, this like mm. this unpopular philosophy that great Harrison Ford movies haven't started happening until about fifteen years ago. Hmm. Uh, sorry, that's not what I meant to say. I mean that Harrison Ford hasn't been great in movies until about fifteen years ago. The Fugitive. I didn't like it. How dare! I didn't him. like him in it. But it's, he didn't kill his wife. Well, that's I, okay. I don't. All right, I don't know the plot. I don't think I've seen The Fugitive, but I, I remember seeing the poster. How did that turn? I saw the poster and I was like, I don't like him in this. Oh my god! I don't know. Sorry, you caught me. There. And you want to go back to college? Yeah, to. That's why I'm saying, like, I got to study film. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe start watching them. Yes, it's a good place to start. I say, so I'm not going to marry him. That's, okay. I don't start with like what. Sh- who should I do these things for? I'm like, who could not serve this role? Mm. I could not marry Han Solo. He's a cocky bastard, and that's not my thing. That's true, and I'm pretty like I think I'm a pretty type A personality. Yeah, I feel like he's super type A. Yeah, I agree, like, and I think we would both be way too alpha. Yeah, I think I could make Hans Gruber like a good husband. Yeah, see, you know I think I mean? I'm gonna marry Hans Gruber. I agree, like because like I feel like he'd be submissive. Yeah, like you just keep him happy. Yeah, and then that's cool. Like just, just like talk. but just that's not talk to. It's so misogynistic against. Your theoretical. no, 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 husband. no. Because in this scenario, I'm saying like just be a good partner to him. Don't necessarily be subservient, but like talk to him. Just be reasonable. He just needs a therapist, basically. Yeah. Or uh, the rapist, depending on how you want to phrase that word. Yeah. Like okay, so I so I'd marry was that Hans. Arrested Development. No, it was a uh, it was um, it was a S- SNL Celebrity Jeopardy reference actually. Oh, do you remember in Arrested Development? Uh, the guy had the... Oh, yeah. He was an, trying to He be- an, he's an, he's an anal rapist. Anal rapist. Yeah, yeah. yeah a, Tobias. Anal Yeah, he's the world's first anal rapist. Yeah. Phrasing. 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 Business, business cards just read <laughs> anal rapist. Yeah. Uh, which, so it leaves us two options. You have Han Solo and Hans Landa. And you can either have sex with one of them or kill one of them. Okay. I know the obvious answer is you kill the Nazi officer. I think it should be, but I'm not so sure. Mm. Like you said, he'd be crazy. Yeah, like he's got that weird, like, charming but intimidating thing that I think would be really attractive in bed. That's why I said he'd be the fuckable. That's what I'm saying. But then, like, you have to kill Han Solo, and well, that's fine. I don't care. Call me Kylo. Back to my point, like, he's got a four year lifespan, anyways. Am I? I'm not right. That's not correct. Plus, death by lightsaber, good way to go. I read an interesting theory on this, Mm -hmm. where instead of uh, Adam Driver's character of, what's his name, Kylo Ren, Mm -hmm. killing him, he kills himself, Ooh, uh, which is way more heartbreaking. That would have been cool. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. Also, Disney will never do that shit. No. Disney sucks. They got to own it. They they do own it, and they're not going to have any of their multi-million dollar characters commit suicide. There's no way. At some point, Disney's got to get real with this. Like let's address some issues here. People commit suicide, and more so, like it's very artistic for I almost said autistic. It's very autistic. Jesus for Christ, to, uh, to help his son kill him. To uh, I mean that was it was deep. I like the story so much better when that happens. Yeah, that would have been cool. I I like movies where. Like the main character dies at the end. I know you do. You like when everybody dies. I love when everybody dies. That's yeah. why Reservoir Dogs might be the perfect film. It's a very good movie. Spoiler alert as fuck. That's nah, fine. Yeah. If you don't know, everyone dies at the end of Reservoir Dogs. Does usually. everybody? No, not everybody dies. There was uh, the last girl. Let's not girl. spoil anymore. No, not Final Girl. But no, the... the well, Final Girl is situational. Yeah, but I'm saying there's no girls in Reservoir Dogs. That's what I'm saying. It's a, it's an expression. I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Mr. Orange lives. Yeah. Barely. Barely, but everybody else dies. Yeah, which circles back around to this. Yeah, I mentioned when we were watching House of a Thousand Corpses that there's like this final girl thing, and back in the day, I think we've talked about this movie for like ten minutes of this podcast. It's somehow it's not the most interesting part of it. Like we've we've right. been catching up for a lot, and yeah, uh, I think that's fine. I think we're interesting as fuck. Yeah. Um, okay, so a big a big thing that I take from movies and that I judge them by is is their consequentialism. Yeah. And if you're going to make me sit through an hour and a half of people getting tortured, basically, or intimidated or scared or, or otherwise have their lives ruined, yeah. I need there to be some moral takeaway, some saving grace. Like, why, like wh- what are you doing this for? And giving this film the benefit of the doubt, I thought that maybe our last character, I, I don't know if she's ever named. Is she? I don't remember. Whatever. The last girl... I thought maybe she would survive. And then in what felt like a very cop outy kind of way, she was hitchhiking, got in the car with what's his face? Captain Spaulding. Captain Spaulding. And then, oh no, the crazy guy from earlier is like in the car, and then she's back getting tortured again. And it's like, like what did that have did that story have to be told? What's the whole goal of it? Like, what was the point? Everybody gets murdered for the sake of getting murdered. That's the same reason I hated the Hateful Eight. I love every other Quentin Tarantino. I don't love Kill Bill, but I like it's good enough. I and I understand why people like it. I don't like they played at all. No, yet. it's there's no point to it. It's no. violence. It was shit for the sake of violence. Everybody dies in that one too. For the, you know that's true. Yeah, Literally but, everybody dies. But I didn't like it though. That was what was weird. I was like I should have liked this. But that movie was just a little too gritty. I think hmm. it, was, it wasn't It was real. It wasn't a realistic movie. It was over-the-top, exaggerated reality. No, I mean, you could make that argument for every Quentin Tarantino. Like, take Django. Like, you have that last scene where he's, spoiler alert, Django, here we go. Like, he's escaping the plantation. Yeah. And he's like, shoot, there's a crazy shoot-em-up scene. Like And people are getting blasted across the room with pistols. Mm-hmm. No way. No. But you buy, like, it, it fits in that film. Yeah. And it fits in what you expect from Quentin Tarantino. But in The Hateful Eight you get that same level of exaggerated violence. Like you have the part where, spoiler alert, again, it's the whole danger zone. It's the danger zone, danger guys. Zone. Deal with it. And you have like uh, Kurt Russell drinking the poison wine he just spews blood everywhere. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. And like, no, that's you don't spew blood 10 feet. It doesn't happen. But at that point in the movie, I'm like, all right, great. Yeah, this is perfect. This is Quentin Tarantino. Let's do this. Right. But then by the end of it, it's spiraled into something that's that's less, less uh, pulpy violence for serving the story and more just... Hey, here's people getting killed like, it, and it's, it's entered like, that realm why? of the, the gore porn you know what yeah, I mean? a little bit and and that's kind of what the house of a thousand corpses turned into for me. It wasn't that at first. It was like maybe this is somebody surviving and maybe somebody's going to get out of here alive and 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 there will be vengeance and there will be this this closing to this loop that these people have been committing murders and torturing people for forever like mm-hmm. based on the bones. but it wasn't. It was like everything should have played out, and there's one more coincidence. It's like, oh, you're back in, and I just, I just, it was very much like at the end of the movie. I was like, why, <laughs> why? Yeah. That said, I do understand, and even dare say, enjoyed some of the movie. What you enjoyed it? Yeah, I enjoyed most of it. Um, yeah. It like I said, it wasn't as grisly as I thought it was gonna be. Uh, Rain Wilson was in this, and uh, Chris Hardwick mm-hmm. before they were big. Um, so I enjoyed seeing like familiar faces of two two people, especially Rain Wilson that I really enjoyed, right? Uh, that I love from The Office. Um, seeing him kind of before his prime. That said, not a great actor in this role. We talked about that. Like a lot of overacting. A lot of this movie was overacted and very dramatic and extreme. And that's fine. That's what it was. Yeah, like I I told you kind of in the beginning, it's almost more of a like a haunted house came to life. And it did it feel like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I and I think. <laughs> Call back to our first beer tonight like i think where this movie subjected to more like rewrites in the beginning if it wasn't rob zombie being like i'm gonna do my thing i'm rob zombie i think it could have been a better movie hmm. um and i realize like i'm getting on your thing because like this is one of your favorites but uh coming in blind there's some things that i would have uh, enjoyed having different mostly why it was the way there was. So just plot or just the whole end game. Like why, like why did I like, if it's just the story of what's been happening to people going to that crazy house for forever, I just don't care. Mm. Like I wanted to care about it and I wanted to care about the characters, but by the end it's like, I just like every people got killed off so quickly. And that's another thing. Like, I guess just from a more filmmaking perspective, I didn't ever get invested in any of the characters. Like, sort of a trope that I have with a lot of horror movies from that time period, like the eighties and nineties women and the final girl philosophy thing, like women are kind of thrown in and then as secondary characters, but then like the main characters are killed off like the men and we're supposed to be like, Whoa, crazy twist. But now in like 2017, it's like, I don't know. I, I just don't care. Like, we're not set up to care about this woman. So by the time she's in peril, even the payoff where I was like, Oh my God, she's going to get away. It was still more of like a plot device. I was like, okay, she's going to get away. Is she? And then she's captured. And I'm like, all right, well, that's the end of that. Yeah. Um yeah, like I really I did enjoy the 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 f- the filmmaking aspect of it. Um I enjoyed the way that it unfolded. I just don't like where it ended up. That's fair. Yeah. But as someone that doesn't like horror movies, No no no, falls. I'm not a person that doesn't like horror movies. I'm a person that doesn't do well in them. But okay. um did we ever talk about it follows on this? No It's 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 become one of my favorite horror movies my, my top horror movies by the way Are like that one's in there It was really good You saw it I watched it Okay Because I watched movies When my friends recommend them Did I do that? Yeah What did I not watch? No no you, you me recommended me it Yeah I'm but you saying. told me to watch something too And I'm pretty sure I didn't watch it Probably Shit I meant to watch it Whatever dude Anyways um, Piece of shit Yeah <laughs> But I, I like like if, if you can call Get Out a horror movie, which I think you can. It's a medium suspense. Yeah. No, thinking about the yeah, it's a horror movie. It's a horror movie. Like I just gets, thought about how the how it ended. Sure. In like the last 30 minutes. Right, and right. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, that's a good movie. Like there's a purpose to the story. Oh so good. It subverts my expectations for what it was gonna be. And there's a reason that it's being told. It was I think really those are good. good check like even even it with its several flaws um, based on the the book to movie conversion. Was relatively good, um, or a movie like even even like a movie like The Conjuring? Did you see that? The I think oh, yeah. I think it's a remake, right? Um, the one that came out a couple years ago. It's a pretty old tale. It's a haunted house, and there's demons and possessions. And it's and, very formulaic. Like there's yes. there's a there's a mold that that type of movie needs to fit into. But, but that movie came out at a time where where horror, I think like in the past fifteen years, horror movies were like at an all time low. Mm. Give or take. Yes and no, but by and large, I'll agree with that. Okay, um, and and what it did was like evoke a nostalgia for old, like legitimate old horror movies, like The Exorcist, and even though the special effects weren't crazy CGI, like, um, there's a scene in The Conjuring where there's one of the little kids is seeing a something in her room, and she's like smelling the rotten meat or whatever. and There's a huge buildup, and then there's like a quick whip pan to the top of this cabinet, and there's like this, like. Uh, rotted corpse of a ghost thing it's just like screaming and if you watch it out of context it's very dated but in there like the film does such a good job building up that moment um, that I, th- I think it sold and I think the whole movie is built around that kind of premise I like it which is great yeah um, I just yeah and it had a point and even if the point was just to tell a scary story it did it and this one didn't like you were saying like we were watching it and it was like this isn't really scary yeah um, and I'd agree with that. It wasn't that scary. Uh, so there were just, like, it just wasn't, I wasn't sure what it was going for. I guess. You're like, what is this uh, wh- movie? What's then? the point of this movie? Yeah. Um, and it's the same. It's the same with my issues with like Hostel or Saw where actually, no, it's not. Cause I understand what the point of those movies are. It's just to, to freak you out. Shock and to bother you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this one didn't quite go that far. So I'm not hating on it for that reason. Like I, I hate Saw and I hate Hostel. So I don't care about that. I don't care to see it. Um, so as a whole movie, I did not enjoy this, but as a segmented art piece up until the end, I thought it was really nice. Nice. Okay. So if I'm rating it, I'm going to go like a six. That's fair. Cause I put a lot of weight on how, how stories wrap. Sure. <laughs> God damn it. Twice. Huh? Fuck that phone. <laughs> uh, I forgot it was there. Yeah. It's fine. Um, yeah. I assume this movie's a 10 for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Um, and I don't know I was thinking about that And like I don't really have a, a retort Or a counter argument No And you don't to, have to Yeah But I mean Just thinking about it It's more of just like An expression of Rob Zombie's passion For all things spooky Sure And it really just comes across As that Like Yeah And that's maybe something else We didn't touch on Is the imagery And and I was What was it I was Okay I've been keying into a new YouTube, It's not a, a new YouTube channel But it's new for me It's called Nerd Writer One Nerd Writer One and this fella breaks down. It's usually movies, but different aspects. Um, so I was watching, uh, he was doing a review of Batman versus Superman, what's wrong with it, and why Justice League probably won't be any better, which is very titillating to think about because I really want Justice League to be better. Mm-hmm. I have to burp, excuse me. Bah. Um, but basically he, he tuned into the point that Zack Snyder, who did that, and he did 300, um, very graphic novel kind of base guy, focused on moments rather than scenes, mm. which is to say you have all these, these situations where you'll have uh, take, like when you get Batman's origin story and he get his parents killed mm-hmm. and you have like these crazy camera angles that, and the scene lasts like two and a half minutes where there's these slow motion cuts and you get like the angle from the gun and like looking down the barrel and the pearls off his mom's neck, just like exploding. And there's all these moments throughout the film where you really absorb just a tiny thing, but that thing only serves itself. It doesn't serve the plot overall, uh, which is great when you're watching it and it's great in that tiny little universe that it creates, but as a whole, it, 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 leaves, it doesn't, it leaves you wanting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this movie does that too a little bit because hmm. when you go into these new settings, uh, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like you meet, uh, what's the long haired dude's name? Otis. Otis. All right. You, we start talking about him and then we get these little flashes of him like torturing the cheerleaders, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like drastic color changes and he's talking to the, he's like yelling at the cheerleaders and there's these immediate cuts between like red lights on him and then back to normal and then red and then back and then quicker and quicker and quicker. And you really get sucked into like the introduction of this character and then it goes away. Yeah. And then he just comes to the table and he's like this crazy guy. Well, that's what I was saying kind of too while we were watching it, um, just how there's a lot of, like, backstory that they just ignore. Like, they don't really build on anything. Yeah, you said something similar during The Dark Tower. Mm -hmm. You were, uh, uh, specifically of Matthew McConaughey, you were like, he's bad. All we have to know is he's bad, and we get it. And I really disagreed with you on that, because I think with a, a film or even a franchise like The Dark Tower stuff, like, you need backstory. But with this, I think it was totally fine. Hmm. Like, I can accept the fact that there's this crazy old doctor that's like hundreds of years old that is still doing plastic surgery. And they're like, there's the crazy guy with the axe that has no skin, mm-hmm. but he's also got devices that keep him alive. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't need to know. I get it. That's scary as shit. Right. That's fine. Well, and that just goes back to like, it's like walking through a haunted house. Yes. You don't get backstory, mm-hmm. you just get flashes. You're just, you're terrified. You're just walking through an experience. Like, this yeah. whole movie is just like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, and my only real critique is that I just wish it went somewhere more uh, more um, conclusive. Sure. Instead of perpetuating the loop of people just getting murdered by this crazy family and no resolution at all. Like, everybody— There was no resolution, and there was really no explanation why. N- no, and I wish like, I wish there would have been something. Like, if, it, if you can make the argument that a movie or a story ends up being about those that see it through the end— Mm-hmm. This film is about that family. It's mm-hmm. about the crazy people that have been killing people. And if you end the movie with them being the only people left, I want to have had some investment in them or some backstory actually. So I might be backpedaling a little bit. Like maybe I did want some, something to make me care about them. Yeah. Not even sympathetically, but just, you wanted to know, just know to more, know, like what's their deal? Yeah. They were very superficial mm-hmm. on the screen. Yeah, Uh, I think you should rewatch The Devil's Rejects, which is the direct sequel to this movie. I didn't realize it was a sequel. So, yeah, that checks out now. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I will. You should. Yeah. It goes into the backstory a little bit more. All right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Maybe we watch it together on our own free time. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do, let's do, we should do more bonus episodes. Let's do that as a bonus episode. That'd be fun. We got stuff to do, anyways. Yeah. We might as well do it. Uh, Final thoughts on this beer. It's really good. It's tart. We haven't talked about it. At no, we all. haven't. So let's so let's get, let's back get to this. our first thoughts in before we. That's true, the- I guess, huh? Final and first thoughts. Go. Um. So, it's real tart. Yeah. Um. Almost too tart. Yeah, I, t- I took a taste earlier, and then like the tartness went away, and I tasted it again, and it came back. It, it like retarted itself. <laughs> Retartar. Every, <laughs> Every time I'm gonna squeeze that in. Uh. But no, it's um. It's good. It's maybe too much for me it's 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 a lot it's a bad beer night for me I think yeah uh, that said the the Pilsner we had during the film was quite good That, that was, frame. Very it was very refreshing it's very nice <laughs> uh I don't know what do you, what is your your initial thought on this? super whiny it is super whiny I really really like it uh I will need Tums mm-hmm. fairly quickly I think I will too man this is, i mean it's it that is, is, that is it is ugh, mm. right in the chest <laughs> right, going right in the old lymph nodes yeah too. Um, I mean, that's I mean, and we're drinking it out of a seven fifty. Yeah, that's too much beer. Well, for this style too, like yeah, like you need. That's what I'm saying for this particular beer. Like, give me that in a three hundred thirty milliliter bottle, and I'll split that with two people. Yeah, that's plenty. Yeah, seven fifty of this is a lot. It's too much. That's a lot. I don't know if I'm gonna try and get any more of this. Yeah, I think I might. I'm gonna like maybe have a sip or two more, but I don't think I can finish it. Not and sleep well. It's given me like the uh, my teeth hurt, mm-hmm. oh. yeah. That like when you grind your teeth after like a Coca Cola with mm-hmm. real sugar, you ever have those like the, ones oh, the from Mexican Mexico, Coke? yeah? And then you like grind your teeth and you can like feel the enamel the just wearing, yeah. <laughs> your teeth just withering away. It's like when you spray a toilet bowl with uh, like 409 is that the thing, yeah, cleaner, and then it's like or like scrubbing bubbles and it's yeah. like let it sit for four minutes and then you wipe it away. That's how my enamel feels. Yeah. It's like, let this beer sit in your mouth and then just move your tongue on your teeth and your teeth are going to fall out. Like if you just let this beer sit <laughs> long feels- enough, it would just start sizzling. Yeah. Yeah. Like you pour would- it over a T-bone steak and yeah. then two days later the steak's gone. <laughs> yeah. Your mouth would just start to like make the sound of pop rocks. Yeah. Right. I feel like we're, we're, we're dialing this wrong cause it is good. It is good. It's just too much yeah and, um, and some people are super into this style right if you like sour browns i think this is pretty good it's definitely on the sour side yeah i just recall that uh that upland that we did the darken it's so good <laughs> that beer, they have it on tap at burgers and brew right now no so good let's go tomorrow yeah what are you doing tomorrow? you have work uh work and carving pumpkins what time and what time you're off at what four four i'll be back in chicago like four let's grab food I'll just be waking up. I don't know if you know this, but I can sleep in as long as I want. Yeah, Mr. No-Fucking-Day-Job. <laughs> I will be at work yeah. slaving away. All right, um, well. you, you should come. Representing beer at your work. Exactly. Yeah. You, should, you should. You uh, should come carve pumpkins. I don't want to do that. I Okay. I don't like pumpkins. I don't like carving them. I don't like anything about pumpkins. Some people like to eat them. I think that's weird. I like eating the seeds. I don't even like that. It's nice Give me concept. sunflower seeds. I'm not like... I'm an American. I don't want to, what, son, what? Don't want to nice. eat pumpkin seeds. Do you like pumpkin pie? No. Really? No, I hate it. That's awesome. Yeah, I just I don't love like how, pumpkins. I love how contrarian that is to this whole time of year. I know. I love I, it. I don't do well in fall. A lot of people are like, fall is my season. I'm like, I like the leaves, but I'm winter. I'm a winter guy. That's fine. Yeah. I respect that because Thanks. I like fall because it cools off. That's true. I like, like that. That's the really, especially living in Chico, it's like 104. Just kidding. It's 72. Right. Like that. Like that a lot. Uh. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, I like Thanksgiving. I like Halloween a lot. It's, yeah. You know, it's a great time to watch scary movies and mm-hmm. watch, listen to Max make funny sounds while we watch *House of a Thousand Corpses*. I was, I was, yeah. It was tough because like. I enjoy watching new films, but I don't think I've done it too many times where, like, I'm, I'm very much the guy that's like two friends, like, hey, you need to watch this movie. Yeah. And I've seen it and they haven't, but it's rare that I haven't seen a movie that somebody else is like, you have to watch this. Yeah. That's what happened tonight. Yeah. And it was, I'm not that experienced. So I just, you know, I had, we're at home, not in the theater. We were talking about theater etiquette. Like you shut your mouth. Yeah, and you don't talk. You don't annoy talk. people. Yeah. Uh, but at home, like, yeah, we banter. say whatever you want. We bantered pretty significantly. But yeah, like I kept like grunting. Like, no, don't do that. It's okay. Yeah, there was right. a lot of, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did say that a lot. A bunch. Because like cool. there's these like images that show up. And like, oh, fuck, that's not good. Yeah. There's just a bunch of gnarly stuff in this Especially movie. Especially when, when Dwight was getting murdered. Well, and there was so many gnarly images that like, didn't have any setup and didn't go anywhere. That's true. Yeah. There More was just when m- there's like sh- there, throwing a few things at you to like, here's the, here's the moment. Uh, look, think back. Remember that interview that was like polarized. It was like the x-ray, like heat vision, like predator vision. And it was like the farmer husband and wife. And they're talking about how Bigfoot raped his wife. Oh, is that what that was? And that went nowhere. Yeah. And I guess like, I kind of assumed. But there's all kinds of shit like that in this movie where it's just like. Bigfoot raped Well, I don't my know. Wife, I don't know bro. why I'm defending this, but I think in that scenario, that was a farmer and his wife, like telling it from their perspective. But what it really was was that crazy family wearing their crazy masks and being like, "Yeah, that's who raped you, not Bigfoot." Like it was these crazy culty people. Okay, but still, it like never went anywhere. No, it's just more to be like, "Yep, yeah, they're crazy." You got to get it. Just they're weird, crazy, weird yeah. stuff. And then like the the Jesus, the guy that was like, "Hell is here." Oh yeah, that guy. Like, what was that? Yeah, I don't know. What What is that? Back to like the. Well, if you haven't look up look up the True Detective, no True Blood, True Blood theme. Yeah, yeah, the True Detective one is not quite as close, but like the True Blood one is just like these crazy, um, like evangelical preachers slash crazy murders. This like big montage over the theme song or under the theme song, and you just like get flashed images, hmm. and the whole movie kind of reminded me of that. Like it reminded me of this this technique. To, or like an approach just to get you to react yeah. viscerally like to really affect and it worked like but between those flashes of things coming up and the, the, the shaky movement of the camera the whole movie for the most part like I had I had a physical reaction to the movie like I was I was wanting to sit the credits a little bit I was like okay let me just process this and uh, deal with the feelings that I'm having <laughs> deal with what just happened yeah it was a lot I mean yeah. there's no getting around that no it was, this movie it is a lot yeah yeah um I don't know. You feeling good about that? Oh my god! I almost spilled everything. I'm this, so sorry. This movie was like fucking while you're camping. Wait, intense. Yep, got fucking it. Fucking intense. I got it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> uh, let's rate this beer, shall we? Uh, Pentagram by Surly. <laughs> we're spoiled. Like we're like, not spoiled, but like we we have we've spoiled our opinions on this because I've had too much. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my first taste. Yeah. My first taste, me was like, this is a seven. I'm gonna give this beer a six point six six. All right. Touche. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a 3.33 because it's half of what it's trying to be. This beer is half evil. Yeah. No, I'm going to give it like a four. It's, I, it's I'm fine without it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how my... my... I want to pour like club soda in it. It's something. You got to cut it, right? Oh, it's too gosh. much. Damn. It hurts my chest. It hurts my chesticles. Yeah. Well, we're going to recover from our heartburn. Yeah, we got to wrap this shit up. I'm going to recover from watching that film. House with Thousand Corpses is awesome. We're going to be back to you next week with another film. We're scheduling out for November soon. We won't Um, talk to you before then, so happy Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah, if you guys have any uh, suggestions on movies or beers that are coming out soon, you want us to cover it on the show, please hit us up. Yeah. Uh, We're on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, all at Fresh Hop Cinema. And our email is is fhccast at gmail.com. We've gotten about four emails from fans at this point. We're 400% up. Uh, So BR5, BR5. We're looking at scheduling for November. So if there's something that's coming out in November that you guys really think we should cover, uh, let's hear it. We will say we're spoken for on the second week because that's when Thor Ragnarok comes out. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, The latest fucking superhero movie in a 15-year span of superhero movies. Yeah. But one that we're excited for. Oh, yeah. And this is our show. Um. Let's see. I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Oh, if there's any beers coming out too. Right. We're open to suggest. Was that what you were going to say? No. Oh, whatever. But I think that's a great point. Yeah, if you're following, like it's easy for, I think for most people, most consumers to follow the movie uh, release scene because it's a little bit more prevalent than craft beer. But if you're a craft beer person, you know something great that's coming out soon, uh, let us know because we'd like to be on the up and up as well. What I was going to say is that if you not only want to be part of Uh, our suggestion team, but you want to uh, help us out financially. You can join us on Patreon. Once again, you can uh, donate like a dollar an episode, which turns out to be like $4 a month. It's a lot. And uh, it's, it's like half the cost of a beer when you're going out. So I cannot believe you made that sound. And uh, yeah, you can, you can be part of our team, our family, whatever you want to call it. You get sometimes bonus episodes. You get invited to cool events that we do. um, And we're going to, do more of those. I think now that we got kind of an established venue, give or take. We have a venue, and we just hit our our latest Patreon goal. hey So yeah, you guys have earned a badass event. So yeah. we're gonna be having a fat party somewhere. You have to join Patreon to find out where. Yeah, you're not th- cool unless you're part of that club. Right. And again, that's Patreon.com/slash/FreshHopCinema. Uh, swing by, say hello, check it out. You can cancel whenever you want. You're you're a huge douche if you do, but that's cool. Yeah, that's fair. We don't mind. We'll we just keep not talking to you. In the meantime, the guy standing awkwardly in the corner is Johnny Summers. Uh, yeah, and the guy sitting there casually yeah. in sweet pants. I just got these at Target. They're nice. They're 22 bucks. I like them. Yeah, they're good. I wouldn't fit in them. My, my calves are too mighty. You can, These are the slim ones. You can get the athletic fits if you want. I'm going to need some athletic ones. Yeah, it, do it. Girthy calves. Yeah, sure. Like a bull heart. Bull hard? bull heart. What's bull heart? The heart of a bull. Is girthy? It's like my calf. It's like a bull heart. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll take that. (sighs) I gotta get out of here. You were gonna say who I am. Yeah, that's... You're just (laughs) talking about your pants. I'm gonna record a whole podcast standing up one day. That sounds... We should do it. Why not? Just make it suit... No. It feels feels intimidating. Like, we should have done it with this one. Like, it feels like you're going. I like it. I'm gonna take a photo of that too. What was the other thing I was gonna put on Twitter? Um... I don't remember. It look like you're... (laughs) Oh my God. If you guys are on Twitter, check that out because it looks like you're about to spit some mad bars. You're like going to town right there. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I was at a music festival all weekend. Right. Uh, I have to go take some Tylenol PM. The point is, I'm Max Minardi and I'm Johnny Summers. And and we'll we'll, together say it, whatever. We are fresh off cinema. And this is the end of the episode. We hope you enjoy. This is, is Fresh Hop Cinema.